I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been successful in life? Hi folks, we're back. It's the MMA analysis. Uh, I'm doing some delicious uh, research, some preseason for the cottage. We got the uh, the tequila sodas, new addition to the old cottage springs lineup. have to say i'm enjoying them thus far they're uh it's not gonna be the weather for them this weekend up at the cottage we're only getting like 15 17 degrees so you know i'm just getting ready getting into mid-season form for the next long weekend uh when the weather's a little bit better but um sean long weekend up here Great card for a long weekend. I mean, absolutely nothing to care about. How you doing? Got to lock in. Watching this every single second of what's happening on Saturday Live. You can guarantee it. Um, You will probably be the only one, as I was Uh, saying. That was was some good sarcasm. There's there's no chance. It's it's fucking 30 degrees here. 85 or 86 Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's... uh, and well, and everywhere around me is burning, so it's, it's like hell. But uh, I mean, you, you take the the nice weather when you can get it, because <laughs> uh, it's like minus thirty for you know eight months a year. So that's right. Unfortunately, you don't have hockey to watch anymore. Well, like you can watch hockey, just not hockey that matters to you. I man, I, I especially when the Oilers make. A couple, make a couple rounds. I'm fucking hockeyed out by the end of it. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a sad fan. I'm not I'm not a real NHL fan. I'll uh, cheer for my bets, but I don't know how much more hockey uh, I will watch. Maybe it's just because I'm depressed again uh, at my team. That's that's probably what it is. Oh, I know the feeling right now. It was okay. uh, we, Brad we even made the trip though, right? We like, took some. Trip. F- fucking beatings this weekend it was rough we all Uh, had rock tickets and (laughs) yeah that was uh that was no bueno that's uh not the team that i watched all year but what can you do uh wesley how are you doing you you lost uh tickets on both of our teams yeah Uh, yeah so you you have the financial suffering Mm -hmm. but uh not quite the emotional misery loves company I don't right. know. I, I've kind of, you know, I, you, I never, you're a Oilers fan now. Yeah, probably. Like I, I never really watched hockey growing up, but I was kind of like, and you know, Sean ain't going to like, but I was a Blackhawks kind of supporter just because I like the Chicago teams. I've told the story. Cause you like grandpa. that, that uh, logo. That's why. Well, my, no, no, I <laughs> sliver would... slit. At least I can claim it. I got a sliver. I'm one of those there Americans that can claim like a sliver of, uh, <laughs> I mean, my grandmother on my father's side was a like full blooded, but I don't know any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But, um, no, I've, I've become pretty, pretty emotionally invested in the Oilers over the past couple seasons. Um, this one would, yeah, this one was kind of tough though, man. Like all that, just all that talent, man. It just, 
I think they're going to waste a, a golden generation because I know what it is. They go out and get a, I guess, by all accounts, an okay keeper. That dude's a bum, you know. <laughs> then the backup is okay sometimes, and he turns fucking bum. And, you know, you got Drysaddle, literally one of the greatest playoff scorers ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude is right there with Gretzky and fucking Mario and Cam, and they, they're going to, like, not win shit. It's it's pretty wild, man. Hockey is uh, uh, fucked. It's so much randomness, man. There is a really lot of randomness. So much randomness. More than, much more than I think most other sports. It uh, almost almost any other sport, I would say. Like there, I think there's any other sport that just. Uh, I mean, just look at Florida. I mean, the shit that they've had. The worst had... team in in the playoffs by <laughs> by points, and they took out the. Record-setting uh, Boston Bruins in the first round. They got through the the Leafs. I mean, that wasn't that big they, of a sweat because because it's the Leafs. <laughs> but they're like the the know, Leafs are still like throwing you, a parade though, right? Because they won a round, so you still got a that, that, that was that was they got a second funny. round win. Look out! That was pretty funny watching Leafs fans celebrate. You know, like winning a round. But like you just said, like historical scoring team gets taken out by the worst team in the playoffs, like. That's just—it's <laughs> great though. Like Sean's kind of done. I'm not that emotionally invested where I can still have some bets on this shit, and I love watching it. It is fantastic to watch playoff hockey. It is absolutely nuts. Shit is great. Probably gonna yep. end up watching some because uh, my wife's a Vegas fan, which is oh wow, very Ooh. cool. Yeah. How did just kind of wanted to grab a, a team. Yep, kind of later. Just like just like the fucking the story behind them and all that, and and like some of the players, and and now she's my mortal enemy, and she actually <laughs> has learned <laughs> to give a shit about hockey, which never was a thing until Vegas came. Along. You think she would have went Seattle if it was another year later, or what, yeah, what? she likes Seattle too. Which yeah, that's what I figured. Pacific Northwest newer team. Yeah, yeah, that would have been uh, wild. Uh, a Seattle Vegas conference finals expansion off. Yeah. 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 I mean, Vegas is what they've done. Been to a finals and now they're in uh, another conference conference finals three times. Damn. That's, that's wild. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I mean, everyone thought they adjusted the expansion and obviously they didn't adjust it enough (laughs) because Seattle's there or almost got there this time around. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing for the, the new markets. Uh, it just nope. sucks for whoever is going to get the Coyotes because they're still going to be stuck with shit. <laughs> I was just about to ask, so what are what do y'all think they do with the Coyotes? Now, we, I will say, first off, I am absolutely on the side of stop giving these motherfuckers money. Stop giving these billionaire owners yep, hundreds yep. of millions of dollars to build a fucking arena that they make money off of. That like the people yeah. that give up the money don't even make a bunch of money off of it. Give them tax breaks and everything else. Fuck that. Build your own fucking arena. Good, good but besides on Tempe. that, good on Tempe for fucking voting that way. That was actually. Good where do y'all see. think though? What what's gonna going happen? To Houston. I know they're they're going to Houston. Oh, are they? It's, it's been rumored for a very very long time. If it never really ends up working, I think I did read that today that it was either they said somewhere in Canada maybe was trying to get them and Canada's then they were going to share. 
it's, people it's are Houston, uh, can't or yeah, Kansas people City. People are hoping, hoping that they'll go to Quebec yeah. City, but it's not going to happen. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've read also that they're probably going to end up sharing uh, the arena with the Rockets or something, right? They're yeah, going to like share the Rockets probably. arena because the Rockets got like a a new place. New there. It just has yeah. to be retrofitted yeah. a bit, but yeah, yeah. They've got a new yeah. one in Quebec City too, and they're still Actually, not going to get an NHL though. team. Nope. <laughs> Does that but, did they ever have one up there? Yeah, they had the, they, the avalanche. They had the avalanche. They were they oh left, really? They left yeah. Quebec and won the Stanley Cup the next year. The next year. Oh, it was the very How next. I remember them. I remember them winning. Yeah, was it that it was with uh, was it uh, Forsberg and and Forsberg, yep. Patrick Wall? Wa- 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 yeah, yeah I I remember that team. That team was good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. They. Uh, they sucked for the longest time in Quebec and then started to get good and then moved to Colorado and I, got very good. I've seen it. It was like a little before my fandom of the team, but literally the Browns left Cleveland and go up to Baltimore and literally win Super Bowls. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nordiques have a, a great logo. I've still got great. like a, a Nordiques jersey packed away somewhere from when I was like six years old. Uh, yeah, that never gonna get rid of. It's, uh, it's a gem. Were, what are they? Gem. One of the older kind of original type teams, the Nordiques. No, uh, they came in not. in the late sixties or yeah. se- in the expansion in the seventies. Um, yeah, yeah, but not so. Yeah, so not super early, but they were around for a while. They got a yep. good, lot of history. And <laughs> <laughs> LR's in the chat just shitting on the Canadian teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rightly so. In most right cases, least, I don't think yeah. they got too many hockey teams down in Tijuana, though, bro. Like, what what are we trying for down there? <laughs> uh, maybe uh, ice down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're we're talking about hockey because MMA doesn't matter. Uh, but there is some MMA that happened last week. There's some more MMA happening this weekend. Uh, Ngannou's over with PFL, kinda, <laughs> sort of. Uh, he's going to fight, I don't know, Jared Rochalt or some shit. Uh, yeah, Rochalt's getting a bag, though. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's... Wesley, you're, you're, you're the biggest uh, Hog fan I know. Uh, thoughts on the whole Qu- uh, Nganu situation? Yeah, pretty pretty quickly, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. There's some people that think he was going to make a whole lot more money with the UFC, and it, it might be true. Uh, only, Who cares? Only if he only if it beat Jones and then won the next two fights. Yeah, and I mean at this point, like, who cares? The the dude was one of the guys that actually beat the system. He finished a contract. He got out. He went and got his the highest market he wanted to get. And other things. It wasn't just about money for him, and that's perfectly fine. Like some people, it's all about money. Well, he gets eight million from PFL. Well, he could have got fourteen from UC. But there's other things that to that guy. He's going to get a whole lot more sponsorship money from PFL than you ever was going to get in UFC. And look, I don't know who he's going to fight box and boxing, which he's going to, they give him a, a non-exclusive, which he can go other places and, and fight boxers. Yep. Um, I don't know if he's going to fight one of the top dudes, but he's going to make a bag to go fucking fight somebody. He's an attraction. They're going to give him the difference right there between what he would have made in the UFC. And, you know, say what you will, like, it's it's honorable to me and, and, res- and respectable to be like, the dude I fight is going to get $2 million. I don't care who it is. Yep. He fights me. He's getting $2 million. That's 
it's insane. Like, who else is doing like all these dudes talk it? They get that pay. Izzy talked it, got that pay, never talked it again. You know what I'm saying? Connor talked it, got that money, never talked it again. They shut their mouth. Uh, yeah. They didn't look out for anybody else, and that's perfectly fine. Get your money. I got, I got no problem with that either. Um, but it does suck, man, because he's gonna fight nobody. He his his his. He's gonna fight somebody washed. Is is what he's gonna fight. It's gonna be fun to turn on and watch him knock out some bums. I'm I'll enjoy that, but it sucks. He's never not just bones, like which is probably the biggest fight, might be the biggest fight in in, in MMA history. Like if it's made right now, like Bones versus Nganu is probably the biggest fight ever. Um, yep. It sucks we're never going to get that. And then everybody else, there's contenders now at, at heavyweight is what sucks. Like there's some dudes that could be fun. And it's the sucks thing that- is, I'm not sure that if he stuck around in the UFC, we were ever going to get that fight anyway. So I hear you. You know why? Like there, there's a lot of people coming out today and, you know, like that one guy, MMA analytics or whatever, that kind of went and looked at time, the time, kind of the timeline and everything that was being said and articles written. Like, was Jones the one actually like he was talking about going up to heavyweight for a couple of years and Ganu is healthy, knocking dudes out and shit. Bones never moved up to heavyweight. Was Bones kind of like not really wanting that fight at the time? There's yep. there's plausible things now to see that. Maybe Bones was never going to make that fight. I think he would have at the right price. Like, that was going to be major, major money. Money that most dudes couldn't turn down. But who knows what happens with it? I mean, and God, who's what? He's like 36, 37 now, man. Like, he's old. He's getting older. Jones is old. Man, they're just getting older. We don't don't know if that fight happens. We don't know if, like, even after that we get uh, Pavlovich and uh, – I'm, uh, who's who's the other heavy um, fucking jail man? Jail, jail man. Like we don't. Jail man. So just all that. I'm happy for Nganu. It sucks that there's possible like there's like legacy defining things that he could have done that could have cemented him as the greatest heavyweight ever. That he's. Not I think because he, he'll say yeah, but hopefully the the I'm, way that he made his contract. Hopefully that. Leaves That's a leg his legacy. Well. Whether it does or not is a, is a completely different. Oh, no, it's like he can, he can hang his hat on trying more he, than anybody else has ever. He changed some things like him getting to do that and showing that it's possible. Absolutely changed some things. It might be a slow row. We might not see it for years down the line, but him being the first. I mean, there was a couple of like Randy and, and a couple other guys. But like, out their even contracts. Randy only like held out and got himself in the EA MMA video, video game, game instead of the UFC video game. Yeah, <laughs> like, they they didn't get what Nganu got. Like Nganu nope. really went out there and and got a got a deal for himself. And yeah. look, I, up front, the money's probably not the same as what he would have got fighting John Jones next. But after that, like five years down the line, this is a, a much better deal. Deal, I think. It sucks that we're not going to get to see him compete against. We know what the PFL's going to give him at heavyweight. Like, yeah. I, I like the PFL. They have a, a good roster, kind of up and down, some decent guys. Well, not so much now that they're starting to drug test. But. Yeah, that, that changes <laughs> things a lot. But heavyweight, nah, man. There's just nothing over there. It's going to be kind of fader 2.0 with, with affliction. You know, they're going to they're gonna get – whatever whatever is out there and yep 
you know, we'll get the best Steve of what's broke out it down. There. Yeah, Steve yeah. broke it down pretty succinctly. He's bringing that communism to the to the chat. Yeah, that that's right. Well, we if you want to, if you want to ever like say that I want fighters to make as much money as they can make, um, you can't be against this because he did what he wanted. He thinks he's making what he rightfully deserves. Whether it whether it's going to be more than he would have got, for, who cares? He thinks he got the best deal possible for him. He got, he, and he, for the guys he that he's got, fighting, he got he got freedom. That's what I I I, res, I respect most because nobody's done that. Nobody has yeah. ever like, look, my opponent is going to get a certain salary. Like I'm yeah. the I am the draw, but I'm a draw, whether he is or not. But um, respect, yeah, mad well, respect to Francis. I mean the the thing that people are kind of glossing over with all this is like the UFC is. They're, we know they're never going to increase fighter pay unless they have to. Um, and people have just like come to accept that as the norm. Uh, I, w- I was on a, a dog walk uh, a week or two ago. It was after the, the Aljo Cejudo fight. And the, the Anik Florian podcast came on. Uh, and I only got like 10 minutes through it. Normally, love Anik. But he was like, yeah the best place for Henry Cejudo to make money is inside the octagon. He made like $500,000 for this fight. And they were talking about how like he probably spent half that much on his camp and all the shit that he brought in. And like, that's a dude that's a former double champ, Olympic gold medalist, medalist, returning from three years away from the sport. And he's only getting 500 K to fight for a belt. And yep. you're liter- you're seriously trying to say that this is the best spot for him to make money? He can flip two houses in Arizona and make more money than that in like and, three months. And look, we're we're past the point now to where you can where your argument could be, well, he's not a draw. He doesn't sell pay per views. That doesn't matter as much anymore. They matter. have I mean, they have he, TV deals now that pay them. For TV deals. No it matter, matter what, who's on there. In, like, Endeavor made more money last year than they've ever made in the history of their company. The fighters yeah. still get the same percent. Their sponsors went up like tremendously. Like that shit is not, plastered. That that shit is bukkakeed on the fucking with, thing. Like, in the every, octagon, everywhere for the for the names uh, on the paper. canvas and oh, yep. me, man. Just <laughs> they uh. They made more money from than they ever have as, as a company, and the fighters are still getting like twenty percent. And they probably sold like half the amount of pay per views than they've yeah. in like a peak year because yeah. of their their TV deals, their TV spot deal. and like they need content. It ain't just US either. Like they get paid TV deals from across seas and Europe Everywhere. and every other country and all this. And people Asia. just are like, I hate, I hate fucking billionaire and corporate bootlickers who make 40 K a year driving a fucking mail truck or something, literally bootlicking these motherfuckers over like a fighter making fucking somebody like Henry Cejudo making a million dollars for a title fight. Like what is wrong with you people? Like, what is it with like the Wes, average? It's only 25 minutes of work. It's, I just don't understand. That's, that's pretty good. He doesn't Never even understand. do anything the rest of the year. He just shows up for yeah. those 25 minutes. That's up. that's it. Um, yeah, it's 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 never going to change at this point. There's 
there's too many of these people with the the blue check brain that are just uh, so used to not even sucking on the teat, having the teat suck on them. On them, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Anyway, we bullshit enough about uh, the goings on and the uh, the state of MMA that's never going to change. Let's get to uh, recapping last week's card. Gonna fly through all of the prelims real quick, and then uh, the last one was fun. Well, uh, but we'll we'll get to the stuff that uh, kind of sort of mattered, I guess, on the main card. Um, anyway, women's bantamweight division: Tainara Lisboa, the uh, the late rear naked choke over Jesse Rose Clark, soon to be featured on OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, welterweight division: Gabe Button smashing green. Uh, goes in there and gets uh, <laughs> clocked by Wes's Wes's boy, his his nemesis Brian Battle. Uh, women's strawweight, nope, women's flyweight. Uh, Mandy Bum, Jiang Kim, uh, Mandy Bum sure put the bum in this fight, uh, and still somehow ended up winning. Weird shit <laughs> happened. Nobody cares. Uh, it didn't make a difference. Uh, the old drugs. Dougie, Dougie Silva Dion Drugs takes the uh, the decision over Cody Stamen. Uh, it was weird that people were confused about this one because he won two rounds and then like lost the third and kind of got smoked in the third, but uh, seemed right to me. Uh, Carl Williams got the decision over Chase Sherman. Fatties so all easy. day. Thank you, Wes. Thank so, you for my one winning bet <laughs> last week. I seen that you added that. I, like, I didn't yeah. even play. I was like, mm, Sherman, come on, he's he's gonna get taken out. No, yeah. I just dropped that. Just that was that was a really easy one. And then uh, the final prelim, Maddie Brown, battle of the uh, the dudes on their second lives, uh, gets rid of Court McGee in the first round. Uh, props. To the uh, the ageless one, I told you, told you guys, he might look like he's forty three, but uh, he's on that second life. He's only he's only twenty two. Got that and... reset. <laughs> yeah, that reset. Uh, anything that you want to say about those prelims, Sean? Uh, Wes, you you can have it. You you there, there's <laughs> plenty of Wes going on in this pre prelim. I did. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, Steve. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, Lisboa, the that sub got in late. I thought she had it a couple times, and then finally got a plus seven sixty. That was a nice hit. That's that. That's one of my better Very hits nice. this year. Um, look, Brian Battle got me again, but goddamn, was that the dumbest shit you've ever seen anybody do? What, Brian, what Gabe Green did? Like, Potato. what the what the fuck was that, bro? Like, <laughs> this dude just ran across the ring. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm gonna get battle again. That dude's he's bad, man. He is he's bad. Uh Mandy Bum with one of the worst acting jobs you ever seen. This chick walking around like with her eye half shut the whole time, like something's wrong with her. Like, get the fuck out of here. I think she just looks like that. Uh good call, uh, Brad, on on oh boy. I, I will say the ref probably did cost Stamen this fight because he got that, fucked. That stand when he got fucking illegal. No, nope, he was. Nope. He was. That old. was just. That was just a little push to the neck. 
There's a little push to whatever. That that what, <laughs> what what's so bad is statement is should have just not even complained just about said it. Said nothing. Because like, he would have held on and won that first and then the third and won the fight. But maybe, like, we don't know how Andrade went. But Andrade looked. He looked bad in the third, boy. That that uh, that he needs more. He needs uh, to take a little of that HGH off and get some EPO in his diet. Yeah, because that that go. third looked really bad. Yeah, he, easy over. And then uh, Matt Brown, man, like Matt Brown's like I think second all time on the knockout list now in UFC history. Which is, I, I think it said tied for first after that tied one. First, is it tied yeah. for first? Now? Damn, yeah, yeah. like him, him man. and Black Beast, I believe. Yep. Yeah, new. That's uh, crazy. I think we we all we all kind of got that like court is like way way washed and Matt Brown still got got that fucking redneck power man he can he can knock your ass out still. Court there you go. court quit there right. I mean he he's got like he got dropped he got he, hit he, he got cracked and he's just like eh, fuck this yeah I don't want to get up yeah. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I got up once before when it mattered I don't want to get up for this one yeah anything else Sean. You no, good. we're good. Awesome. Main card, Alex Morono, Tim Means. Um, as as you guys said, Tim Means uh, likes to get punched a little bit these days. Um, that was a close fight. But that, that, it, that fight was looking closer than what the odds say until Means did something very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> very, very uh, dumb. A story of his life. Um, Carlsberg... Got the old eye whore out of there in two minutes. Uh, do you think he gets a discount for, for getting eye whore out of there that quickly? You, you don't have to pay for the full hour, right? Can you can you go by the minute? I don't know. Uh, anyway, that was to be expected, the under in that one. Uh, I think, Wes, you hit that one. I should have, yeah. but I didn't because I'm an idiot. Uh, fucking Ian Gary. This <laughs> fucking guy, man. Uh, <laughs> We're going to get him. The only, we're gonna we we him. are gonna get him. We're gonna get him, uh, but we're gonna pay a toll pretty good to get there. No, no, well, no, 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 not no, it's been a toll. Next the one. toll is is rolling. The toll has been paid. But there yeah. yeah, there there's a there's a little there's a little met off action in his in his future, I hope. And I think we're gonna get a huge price if they make that. And I, I think it's got a really good shot. Put it that I way. Know. The, the it would be nice is, if the next yeah. guy that he fights uh, tries to defend getting kicked in the head. Yeah, instead of just not raising her hands, not moving, so, uh, just taking it clean. Just He throws a <laughs> naked head kick, and Rodriguez does nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, like it, there wasn't even enough time in the fight for him to set anything up for no. Rodriguez to think that you know a body kick or something was coming. Instead, he just... Just nothing. No reaction it, at all. It's Does he like, not listen? The guy even said what he was going to do on, on yeah. YouTube. What the fuck, Rodriguez? Are we doing no tape? Like, a, I know you're kind of a meathead, but you got to do a little bit of tape. Got to have some tell you what they're going to do. Doing something, right? Like, dude, who, what are y'all? What are you, what are you paying these dudes? Like, dude, immediately, though, dude, like, in Gary is the next con. Like, my timeline is just, it was hilarious. <laughs> just people eating it. I'm like, do y'all just have selective memory, man? Because y'all just don't remember just the recent the, the shit. Offense is good. The yes. offense is good. Yes, but the defense is sketchy. We so we we're obviously gonna kill some people, but there's gonna be a time. 
when he starts fighting legit guys, you yeah. can't just be on the gas and can't take one. I'm telling you, give me fucking that Magni fight. If he, I mean, we Daniel Rodriguez was fucking plus 250, 260 against this guy. We're getting that. I'm on assuming Magni is going to be close to He's that. He's going to be that. Yeah. He's that's be what plus I'm saying. Two, 200 plus 225. And I'm, like, and I'm laying one on it. I will fucking lay one on that. Oh, I'll, I'll watch you. Yeah. I'll watch you. Might have to show up in the building just to see if I can get a, a Magni Medov on the broadcast. We'll, we'll see. Hey, it, uh, it happened once. <laughs> Co main event. Johnny Walker, Anthony Smith. I talked about the over here. I didn't bet it. I'm an idiot. Uh, sailed. Um, Anthony Smith didn't. Hey, there's, there's a, there's a couple it, it, sailed. It, it was It was perfect because I bet Walker around one. So it just gave me a little taste. <laughs> a little taste. And then just Cat, sailed. John Cavanaugh, Johnny Walker, baby. <laughs> so close. He, he almost went back. To where he was, and, hey, and remind, he thought got about reminded, it. thought about it, but he was coast, no, Anthony was Smith, coast, baby, fucking looked rough in that that second Ooh. and third. He was catching them. Uh, he looked rough when he was being announced heading into that yeah. fight. That man has about as much definition as a sheet of par- parchment paper. Yeah, one of the announcers is like, "Yeah, Anthony Smith is a big, uh, big." Big uh, two hundred five. Like, like, the, like, the dude the, that used to fight at one eighty five. Yeah, that guy. Man, and and fighting <laughs> like yeah, I guess. one of the bigger dudes at two hundred five. Like Johnny Walker is fucking humongous for two hundred five. They're just out there saying shit these yeah, days. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we won't go into that anymore. Yeah, God, and this was on ABC too. Like, come on, <laughs> at least uh, anyway. Uh, main event, what all the people came Ooh, for. The smell. Ooh, that the, smell. The jail man. Um, I know you I know you guys were looking for the, the TKO. You had a, a glimmer of hope. Um, it might have been less. No, there was no glimmer of hope. There that was, was no glimmer. That was okay, he, he was going sub from the jump. <laughs> And, and Rose's truth is like, I am not taking punches. Yeah, I yeah. am giving up. I, as soon as he starts, well, the only reason I say there was a glimmer of hope is because, like, as soon as he started punching him, once he got into mount, Rose's truck was just like, no, <laughs> no. He's like, no, so I'm just... trying to fight again this year. I'm uh, <laughs> tapping with the quickness. Uh, but yes, he very much tapped quickly after he gave up his back and. Uh, that arm got wrapped around his neck. It's just it was Addy BC style in there. That was uh This man. It's, it's what he does. It's this he man, does. bro. Um I'm like I think this guy's just the absolute real. Like I know it's not going out on a limb at this point, but um uh, Sean said it perfect on the last show. If this dude was fucking had a met off on the last of his last name, running around saying smash, he would be already be just an absolute star getting the Dana white push. Um, the dude's incredible, man. Um, this shit was funny. The, the double leg just within 20 seconds, which is like Rose struck the James back. Tony, baby. He fell James like Tony a chair. Down defense right dude there. fell like a fucking lawn chair. Just, um, 
But that's Jail Man, dude. He's got some offensive takedowns. The dude's just – he's insane, man. Like, I know he's going to need to be tested a little more on the feet. Um, dudes that can punch and, and like, maybe stop a takedown or two and make him work. There's a lot of things that, that we can see. But, I mean, look at the Chimia push he got and when he went up against Gilbert. I don't – I just don't see some dudes that – are doing that to jail man until he gets up until the top three or four guys. Like who's doing that to jail man? Like, I don't know anybody past those top, maybe four or five dudes that guys incredible. I think he's already in that area. Top six, top five. Like he's that good. And we're not even talking about the dude fights at two Oh five too. Like I just sky's the limit for jail, man. Just after I think he's the total goods. I think, uh, the only thing that I was wrong about is I'm not sure how much 205 is in his future. I would stay like, just stay at heavy. Yeah, just he's he's had two punches landed on him in five UFC fights. <laughs> yep. Uh, remember, but like seriously, when the the cum shot had uh, had those stats, people were freaking out talking about how he's going to th- be a three division. Yep champion and like you know and he would, all by the end of 2022 and like the stupidest shit that you've ever i think he was fighting life. even less competition than even the jail man has fought already yeah. i mean jail man even just fought rosenstruck which i mean that dude's ranked way up there i mean um top 10 heavyweight before this fight yeah i mean yeah the the i don't get it sean hit that right on the head like that that's the one hundred. I mean, to, to be fair, they they did put him on ABC. I, yeah, I would assume main event. A decent amount of people watch, so maybe they're trying. Wasn't to, it supposed uh, to be a different main event? Oh no, God. they they fucking pushed down Walker and Smith to put the jail man. Oh, on okay, ABC. all right, nice, yeah. So I mean, they, they must have. They're they're trying to push him. I mean, I, I'm sure they don't hate. Uh, they they never seem to hate having a Brazilian uh, with a belt or or any kind of heavyweight they can know, so. And yep. that as well. What what is he now? He's uh mean uh, he's still like relatively young too. He's only like 31, 32, which for heavyweight, yeah. light heavyweight is super. Got a young. decade. <laughs> Man's got a decade to fight. Yeah. He's been in the UFC, like he wasn't even an early COVID guy. He wasn't even on contender series until what, like a year after after COVID? And I don't know how many wins he has, four or five in the UFC already. Main event, all finishes, most of them first round. Like, I I don't know what more you can want than uh, than what the jail man's bringing. Looks like sure. he's carved out a fucking granite. It's, hey, I mean, he's beat some, some decent dudes. Even his contender series win at 205 uh, was against NASA uh, Daroff or whatever. Like, that was a decent win at 205 he was wasn't he like basically even money in that one or he was like decent dog i think maybe uh yeah he was was a plus 160 he was a plus 165 underdog in that fight yeah jesus hindsight holy fuck (laughs) i mean yeah then he was a minus 425 against danilo yeah, and then that. Yeah, once people saw him yeah, yeah. wrestle a, a Russian dude, they were like, yeah. "Oh, he's facing the BJJ guy now." Yep. <laughs> yeah, and um, then it was all it was all gone after that. It was all yeah. fucking gone. 
And there's there's still ways. I mean, I, I was just scrolling through on on the morning of fight day and the uh the round one sub at plus two twenty was way off That's at one book. Great number. Even money sub was fucking kind of yeah. nice. I mean Yeah. I, I thought it was looking looking sub in this one. Yeah. Uh we'll we'll see who he faces next time. It might change, but it could be either with the jail man. You never know. It's just uh how he how he feels like he wants to get his jollies that day. <laughs> I just just relax and let it happen. Best thing <laughs> it's less painful that way. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on to this week, uh, twelve fight card. Luckily, you know we've got uh, Dern and Hill that was rescheduled from last week to headline this one because you know otherwise, I mean it couldn't possibly be worse than that, could it? I don't. I don't know. Um, but we'll get there. There's fucking water show. Always trying to claim something of his own. <laughs> hey, I, I, Aaron, I called the best dibs of the week. The uh, Martha, Martha, yeah. <laughs> I, Martha was a great one, but uh, the, oh, the chick that no. just stepped down from uh, oh, from Pinnacle. Pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. You know that's she's the got one. more than that Martha money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but the the king of dibs in the chat, uh, Water Show, we appreciate you. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on to this week's card. Kick it off. Takashi Sato, welterweight division, taking on Themba Go Rimbo outside, folks. <laughs> Go play that shit outside. <laughs> um, oh, Sean, what do we got here? I don't have much. These are both fairly low-level guys. I'm I'm honestly surprised that Sato is is still with the UFC. Um, you know, losing four of five is it's not not the greatest look. It it is against good guys. I'm I'm not sure why they they gave him good guys. I mean, they did give him a step down last time, and uh, look what uh, old Brian Battle did. To him, um, I think Garimbo can probably outgrapple him. Sato is is a very bad grappler, and now he seems like he's got a sketchy chin. But there's no chance I'm putting money on Themba Garimbo. Wesley, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just that that battle, even that knockout was just just some fluky ass shit. I think I'm not saying Sato's good or anything, but I don't know. I, I kind of lean him in in this fight. Just fought the way better competition at this point, and yeah, I mean I'm not running out to bet this guy, but I don't. He, he's going to be a pick for me, but I just this is a this is a complete fucking stay away fight. I have no idea, really. I'm kind of leaning Sato here. Don't hate the the under um, two and a half, not not necessarily one and a half in the spot. Um, yeah, like, like Wes said, Sato's fought better guys. I think his takedown defense for a guy like Themba that doesn't have good wrestling is going to be good enough. He's one of those Japanese guys that has that like judo kind of background. So he's got decent enough balance. I think he keeps it on the feet and uh, 
gets a little bit uh, on uh, on Themba and maybe puts him away. Um, so yeah, lean and Sato, but not really feeling a, a play on that one. Next up, women's strawweight division. Banger alert! Just just so you guys Banger. are prepared, uh, a third of this tremendous card is uh, is women's MMA bouts. Um, so you've got that to look forward to in the next little while. Uh, this one, strawweight division, Natalia flyweight. Silva. It's, it's flyweight. Oh, whatever. Give him 10 more pounds. Yeah, like it matters. Whatever. Give him 30 more pounds. Nobody gives a shit, Sean. Uh, Natalia Silva, who's probably uh, a future champ, according to people, because uh, she's minus fucking 1,000 here <laughs> against Victoria Leonardo. Um, more like Victoria Leonard. Don't, <laughs> Sean. Go ahead. Oh, that's bad. Um, yeah, this is this is fairly low level. I guess some people are hyped by Silva. That's fairly low level. Yes. This is the lowest of levels, sir. I mean, you say that, yet these ladies have a combined what three? Three wins? Four wins in the UFC? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah, so. Um, that number's too big. Uh, pick pick the huge dog, but I don't think I have the balls to bet it. And I probably don't want to mush other folks that do. Wes? Yeah, th- this is just dumb. Th- this is a dumb line for almost any. Th- no chick should be a minus a thousand unless it's Amanda Nunez against somebody. Like this is just this is dumb. I don't know how you don't just throw a tiny bit on Leonardo here. Like this is just crazy to me. I I know people like this Silva chick, and she's got some of that kind of flashy striking, but zero power can't finish anybody this is just wild to me I, decision is like plus a thousand like th- these numbers are just stupid not to take a, a small stab here I, there no chick should be minus a thousand against anybody unless it like i said cyborg nunez like this is just this is madness it's, it silva might smoke this chick like She's had some weird shit happen. She got a broken arm in one fight. And just weird shit happens in some of her fights. But line's just stupid. I'll take a bit of this. Definitely the pick. Like that's a just line's dumb. This it's an algorithm play, folks. the The algorithm says you can find a female fighter by decision at plus a thousand. You just got to play it. You don't even have to look at the split. Yeah, you don't even need it. <laughs> just, just decision plus a thousand. I don't care. I don't uh, don't recall. And she's got the one that had like the the spinning back kick. The Silva had that thing right where the the other chick like ducked into it. It made it look like she actually kicked her in the head. Um, yeah, she's she's not not minus whatever. What what's the highest minus a thousand? The That's lowest good. is minus eight hundred. She's not that good. Like, let's let's be real here. Um, if you're laying that and watching this fight live, please seek help. Um, <laughs> whatever the the gambling hotline is in your local <laughs> jurisdiction, 
please call it right now um, because that's that is problematic, folks. Um, lightweight division. Apparently, Chase Hooper is a lightweight now. Yeah, dude's uh, bricked up. You haven't seen the, seen the photos of his transformation? <laughs> I saw a video of him uh, bench pressing, and I thought it was going to be like him bench pressing the bar, and he had, he had some plates on there. Kid's uh, swole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's taking on Nick Fiore, who he's uh, one of those everybody wants to fight got in like three days before uh, a card when something else fell apart and uh, ended up losing a decision to a pretty decent guy in his UFC debut. So Sean is uh, what, what's, what's the feeling here? I think the UFC is probably trying to get chase Hooper a win. Uh, whether he can come through with that is, is a completely different, uh, different story. Nick Fiore, it's it's hard to know how, how good this guy is. Yeah, he, he looked okay in, in a loss against a decent guy last time. The guys he fought, obviously, on the, the regional scene are are the Bad. very comical with a ton of <laughs> ton of losses. Um so it's it's hard to know how much how good he is. I just don't think Chase Hooper's that good. you I, I usually you want some dog money uh against against fading uh Hooper because they aren't giving him very good fighters, so laying the juice is kind of tough. I'll, I'll pick Fior to, to win, but the tough bet on a guy that's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he is. Wesley, do you know what he is? Nah, I He's mean, not Chase Hooper. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and I, I mean, we at least know that he's training with like some legit dudes, too. Like, it's a really good gym with Cater and Font and all those guys up there in Massachusetts. So, he's definitely getting in time with like legit guys. I mean, Hooper just ain't good at this point. Like, we, we've seen him now. He's moving up a weight class and like, I don't give a fuck if you're pumping fucking weights. Like, that's not always a good thing, you know, when it comes to, to fighting. But I, I, I don't know that this might be a pass for me because of the juice too. Like Sean said, like you don't really want to be laying juice on a dude that's okay. And it's more of kind of a fate of Hooper. Like Hooper should be improving. I mean, we also thought he would improve over his last few fights and he really hasn't. So yeah, I would have liked to got this at at around even money or so, but uh, I'm, I'm going to watch the line. The picks definitely Fiore. Um, it's just more of a no chase Hooper for me till I see something out of this kid. I just don't think he's good. Never thought he was good. And I've made some decent money fading him. So might not stop now. I feel like there's a couple options here. Um, Fiori, no scorecards, probably a good one. I I don't think that he's going to get out grappled to the point where he gets subbed or, like a dominant ground and pound TKO in this one, uh, just based on what we saw in his last fight. And uh, maybe uh, maybe a little shot on Fiore early. Um, we saw Hooper get absolutely sparked out by old Steve uh, in, in his last one. Uh, Fiore got to have some good hands with the dudes he trains with. They got to be decent. I, I think so. Um, but... I mean, this is it, it. We haven't seen enough of the guy 
for that to be much more than than anything blind. So I'm not going to tell people to, to put money on that, but certainly leaning Fiore. I don't think moving up a weight class is the answer to Chase Hooper not knowing how to wrestle or strike. Um, so when guys start, I, I know he's young, so he's probably like naturally getting bigger as well. But like he's 23 now. Fiore's 25. Both of these guys are probably improving at, at relatively the same rate. So I don't think anybody that's going into this fight being like, oh, Hooper's getting so much better uh, and, and discounting that his opponent who is training at a better camp with better fighters is not necessarily getting better. You're probably looking at this fight in the wrong way in the first place. So leading Fiore, we'll have to see if I actually end up betting it. Not, uh, not a ton of interest. Heavyweights, we got the big boys. Um, sadly, this one is uh, seemingly lined accurately with a, a super fatties. We got the, the 2.5 for the horse lord, Ilya Latifi, taking on Rodrigo Nascimento. I mean, at least there's plus money on on the super fatties. That it's yeah, there you go. it's little things. Um, yeah, this is kind of a weird fight. Both of these guys, for the most part, want to grapple. Both of them have never been taken down in the UFC. Um, I don't know what that says. I don't know if either have fought. That says grapplers. Super fatties. That's what that says. Yeah, that's, yep. That's pretty much what that. And I mean. Most part, Latifi's pretty tough to, to put away, uh, unless you're kind of attacking the body. I don't I don't know if Nascimento is, is good enough to do that. Um, this seems like it's gonna be ugly and gross and go to decision. So uh, Wes kind of tipped this one off to me uh, for the podcast, and I kind of like the, the super fatties over two and a half. Here we go, Wesley. Yeah, the, these dudes are going to still made a ton up against the cage and shit. That, that's what we're going to be seeing here a lot of. Latifi loves to push a guy back against the cage and, and hold him there. Latifi's going to be the smaller guy here, but I think he might be like the more kind of lower center of gravity guy, you know, kind of stronger in the bottom that he's going to hold Nascimento up a lot. Um, I I really like the over in this fight. I think this is going 15 minutes, and I kind of lean Latifi. I think Latifi could absolutely sneak out a, a couple rounds in this fight. Um, dude's tremendously hard to finish. You got to have some big power to get Latifi out there. Nassimino doesn't have uh, huge power. Um, yeah, I kind of like Latifi at a at a, that dog price, but I really like the over two and a half. Uh, I think that's a pretty good bet in this spot. Yeah, just uh, looking a, a little further down where the uh, the props are. TV by decision is plus three fifty. Yeah, that's that's a sprinkle. Definitely, that's, uh, that, that's going to be a, a yep. little bit of something happening. Um, but yeah, I like I know that Nascimento had some finishes early in his UFC career against guys who absolutely had no clue how to wrestle. You're not going to take Latifi down. You're not going to choke Latifi. Dude has no fucking neck. Uh, Alexi tried and tried. You're never choking. <laughs> You're never choking that guy. It's not happening. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm almost tempted to, to call an audible here uh, and, and go super fatties. 
Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's I, good. I we'll uh, we'll call that just to piss Lance off for him not oh, showing geez. up. Uh, Super Fatties is going to be Munich on this one. <laughs> We're going over two and a half on a heavyweight fight. Lance Lance's approved. Favorite bet in the yep. world. Um, but yeah, Iller Latifi by decision in this one. Love it. It's going to be a 15 minute hug fest. And uh, just, you know, just feel the love all around. Next up, I'm going to switch it up. Call another audible on this one. Uh, Wesley, you're going first. Welterweight fight. Gilbert Urbina. I know you watched all of the tape on this man from <laughs> Tough. He's taking on Orion Cochise, one of the Cochise brothers. Uh, tell us what you like here. I mean, Urbina is one of the Urbina brothers who have actually both been in the UFC now. but That doesn't sound right. Um, I think you made that up. Look, Urbina's bad. Like, he, he's really bad. And could he have improved over the past almost two years since we've saw him? Like, no. yeah, I, I, absolutely. <laughs> um, doesn't, I mean, this dude was training at BMF Ranch with those dudes. For like, those dudes don't train. They fucking drink and drink fucking beers and do they rim, drink ride, and ride dirt bikes and shit. Yeah, they're not fucking training. That's where he was training. Um, I guess he's still there. Um, but look, Cochise can wrestle, man. Th- this Urbina kid literally got taken down and choked the fuck out by Brian Battle, who is like a Taekwondo kind of striking dude and shit. Like, that's that's not good, man. Um my boy Terry and Gore like knocked this guy out silly on tough. Like he he's just not good, man. And it it's more like not just that. Like I think I think though coaches can can wrestle, man. The dude's not bad. He's fought some decent competition in the UFC. Like Phil Rowe got him. Phil Rowe caught him. But like if you're not taking Phil Rowe down, which you can, he, he just he didn't get him down in, in that particular fight. Phil Rowe caught him. Like I don't think he's got to worry necessarily about that kind of power with Arbina. Um, I like, I like though coach. He's quite a bit in this fight. He's, he's going to be a, a bet for me. It's one of my favorite spots on the card. And hopefully I don't get burned again by another shitty tough guy. Like, I like I do Brian battle. <laughs> I, and he did take Phil Rowe down. Yeah. Controlled yeah. him for like all of that fight until he basically got knocked out. So yep. like the wrestling was working there too. Uh, Sean, anything to add? Not too much. Uh, Urbina is terrible, and and Cochise can uh, can wrestle. I, I don't we'll know see. where. Like, it's a weird line. Like, Urbina, Urbina's almost like almost two years off. Cochise has has looked all right in the UFC. Are we missing something? I like coming down from middleweight to welterweight. Uh, I well, he I had to know. fight. He had to, yeah, that. I think it's that season. Um, I, I will say, I know, like the sub, the sub number on here, like that's just kind of crazy too, man. Like this is going to the mat. Like Coaches is getting takedowns in this fight. His subs plus nine hundred. 
like if Brian Battle can take this guy down and sub him, like the this dude's a, a way better wrestler Brian Battle ever thought about being like. I like some of that too. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not I don't know. Maybe Urbina, like I said, has improved so much in these past two years. I find that very hard to believe training where he's training. I just find that very hard to believe. Yeah, uh, Kochi's like the guy that he fought on contender series, uh Matt Dixon is like a, a good wrestler. Like that dude was a a collegiate wrestler, not like four-time All-American collegiate yeah. wrestler or anything like that, but he's a good wrestler, and that was a competitive fight all the way through. He showed good cardio. He managed to take over in the third and, and get the finish, um, and then came to the UFC and was beating Phil Rowe, looked good in that fight, ended up getting caught uh, and, and stopped in the second, but like that fight went, what, nine minutes and 21 seconds and he was on top of the dude for like six minutes of that fight it was it like wrestling showed up there as well um and then obviously like i could fucking out wrestle blood diamond that's uh <laughs> that doesn't count but yeah that don't count. um how much do you think a set of parents have to hate their children to name them gilbert and hector that's like that's at least like an eight out of ten. Hate for the like. Why did you ruin our lives, you stupid fucking kids? Um, and I'm gonna say the same thing if Gilbert Urbina wins this fight, because I'm gonna trust Wes here, and uh, I'm I'm back in the the Orion coaches. Uh, I think that everything he said made sense. Not a lot that I can add except stupid jokes. So we are going to move on to the next fight, which is banger alert. Sean, I'm going to get the weight class right. Women's strawweight division. Carolina Kovalkiewicz taking on Vanessa Demopoulos. Stripper pole. Um, she, uh, she gave up her career as a stripper to fight in the UFC. It's one of the, the worst business decisions in the history of the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what do you have on this insanely intriguing fight? It's wild to me that Demopolis is on a three-fight win streak and Kovalkiewicz <laughs> is on a two-fight win streak, considering, <laughs> I mean, what Demopolis has looked like in those wins and what Kovalkiewicz looked before those wins. Um, I'll take the dog. It's low-level shit. Um, I'll pick Demopolis. She, it looks ugly. Somehow she gets it to the ground sometimes, and then it looks ugly from there. It, that might happen. Kovalkiewicz, I don't think, has just completely fixed her take. Wesley. Yeah, I've actually uh, I've made a little money on no Carolina the her past couple of fights, but man, like come on, she's she's thirty seven now. Um, takedown defense has always been a question. I think the old the old stripper pole could probably get some takedowns here. Um, like I'm not running out the better. Uh, it's gonna be the pick. Um, her by decision is like plus three fifty at Mason Book. If that was uh, if 
if I was to play it, that would probably be the way I would play it. But man, this this just seems like something you should probably just stay away from. I'm gonna pick the dog, <clears throat> but probably no bet. I'm I'm breaking all of my cardinal rules here. Ooh, fake um, Picking the favorite. <clears throat> Can't say that I'm betting her as of yet, although the uh, the minus one twenty five that is hanging around at the book open all year round is very tempting. Demopolis might be literally the worst wrestler that I have ever seen <laughs> in the octagon. There, like I know you said that Kovalkiewicz has had problems with her takedown defense in the past. Not like this. But huh? <laughs> I would be shocked if Demopolis could get a takedown in this fight. If she wins, it's some stupid shit from her back, pulling off an arm bar or like getting a sweep and spending time on top or something like that. She is, she just, she can't wrestle. She can't strike. Uh, not a good combination when your path to victory is somehow grappling related. And it's worked over the past couple fights, uh, which is embarrassing for everyone involved. But I, I don't, I don't see it here. I can't see it here. Uh, so actually going with the favorite. And even in Toutmaster, way out of the running, missed multiple cards already. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm so defiant with this pick that I will be picking the women's favorite in Toutmaster. Moving on, final prelim, lightweight division. We've got the, the machete against... <laughs> Against Slava Cold Soup. Uh, that, that's good. That that was a good one. Solid scrap. Uh, this this one should be fun. I, I, I'm not going to watch it live, but so uh, I'll end up watching it eventually, which is more than I can say for some of the other stuff on this card. Sean, yeah, this is great matchmaking by the UFC. Just just put guys that can can bang and and probably aren't going to grapple, and and it should be fun. I I don't know. Um, the Borsch, the the cold soup being <laughs> that big of a favorite is uh, I don't know. Machete is is pretty good on the feet. I, I know he's had had a close fight on Contender Series, and but I don't know. It, it should be fun. Uh, I think in in this kind of a close fight when it's on the feet. <laughs> You take the dog, so I'm I'm picking Mahashate, um, but yeah, no bet. Should be fun. Um, I think somebody gets knocked out. Yeah, over one and a half is like minus one forty. Do, do you see what happens when I leave for like two seconds? Look at this! Look at this fucker! <laughs> look at this guy. That place. Take your shit. <laughs> yeah, this is mine now. Uh, Wes, what do you got here? Yeah, I kind of, um, I kind of feel the same way about Slava as a fave here. Like it's kind of hard to want to lay. I think minus minus one sixty five. Um, hold on, give me one second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose some more money on this nope, basketball game. Live betting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just changing on me. 
the dummies in in green yep. or you let ah uh, yep. I they're going to win the series, but man, I want them to lose. I fucking hate the Celtics. Damn, like, damn. Oh, heading into the fourth, you're, you're betting. Not just the, back, you're just betting the like, spread. No, nah, I'm taking some some live yeah. spread. They're uh, plus, plus six and a half. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, well, it just moved to five and a half, but I got six and a half. Yeah. Um, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of lean the, the old machete in the in this fight too, uh, mainly because of the number. Like uh, I think you, you it, it's going to be a close fight. Uh, we know these dudes are going to throw down. I know machete just he got a little a little half a a little half of on him last time. Like that happens to guys. It's a tough fight. Kid's still like twenty three years old. Man um, should be improving. Um, I don't think the the cold soup the lost the. Daikisi was bad, but man, losing that fight to Mike Davis was just that that wasn't great, man. So I think this is a, a dog or pass spot uh for sure, but I don't know. It's hard to beat it's hard to bet um either of these guys in my opinion. It's probably gonna be a pass, but I'm a, I'm gonna pick the dog. Uh, should be a good fight though. I think these dudes are gonna throw down. Um yeah, pick the dog, no bet. I get it. Um, I I still kind of favor Slava in this one. Uh, I think this is going to be a striking match. Um, I I get that he was taken down a billion times by Mike Davis. I don't think that's a concern in this fight. And I think when this turns into a kickboxing match, Shete might have a little bit more power, uh, but one of these guys has like a more tactical kickboxing game. He's going to go to the body, which judges don't score, but over the course of the fight, I, I think that's going to make a difference in this one. And uh, I, it could be a knockout, um, maybe body shot, um, could go 15 minutes. I, I just think that one of these guys has uh, a lot more process as a, a kickboxer. I hate that phrase when it comes to betting. Um, but uh, I, I think that's the old uh, cold soup. And honestly, if somebody's going to mix in a takedown here, I think it might actually be him in this spot, just based on the camp that he's training at. So, uh, he might have developed a little bit more of that game than than the old machete. So. Going with Slava, uh, but uh, not betting it, so don't take my word for it. Kicking off the main card, sticking in the lightweight division. Uh, for some reason, we've got the best fight on the card starting off the main cards. Um, kind of cool, weird one. Michael Johnson taking on the old CDF. Uh I this could go a million different ways. Just a wacky fight that could be a ridiculous result for either guy. Sean. Yeah, I lost money uh fading Michael Johnson last time out. Uh Daikisi. I don't know what happened in that fight. He just like he, he didn't go for takedowns early and just was cool with striking and I don't know. Uh, if, if Michael Johnson, he's still a good striker. It's just, 
I don't know, that, that chin sometimes shows up and then that takedown defense sometimes shows up. So it's, it's kind of a question mark. Obviously, it's the takedown defense showed up uh, against Daikisi, um in, in the good way. Um, CDF, is, he's kind of getting old. Um, he's obviously fighting the, the upper echelon of the, of the lightweight division. Um, I think if he wins, he has to get takedowns. I think he probably does. Ah, it's just scary betting uh, a 38-year-old lightweight uh, against a guy that has decent hands. It's just uh, he kind of crumbles sometimes and has some, some bad takedown defense sometimes. So it's it's going to be a pass for me, likely, uh, and I'll be picking CDF. It's going to look real scary, probably, in the first round when Michael Johnson looked great before he falls apart. Wes? The script. Yeah, the story of my life. I, I need to search my my tweets on Michael Johnson because I probably have said I've never been this dude again, and then I bet him, then I fade him, and he fucking looks like just Roy Jones in his prime on the feed. And I just, I don't know. Look, CDF is thirty eight, over a year off. Uh, I think both is it multiple times now popped for fucking. Doing the gear, like I hope so. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, he's starting to look like soft now, so he's like oh, yeah. not not doing not it getting the anymore. Good anymore. That's yeah. <laughs> um, man, Michael Johnson's hands still look tremendous against Ike. So I know, like I I lost a ton on that fight. Um, you know, Ike doesn't go for takedowns early. I don't know that they're just. Michael Johnson, like plus 140, 143 at bet online. Like, I just think that line's a little, just a little wide, man, against dude that's 38. Like I said, 38, looking soft. A lot of fights over a year off. Um, I'm not running to bet Michael Johnson, but man, I think he could win a couple rounds here. Like, if he doesn't get like taken down and completely controlled, like, I, I think he wins the stand-up. Uh, does he do something stupid in the third and get finished? Like, it's a fucking possibility, man. So uh, he's going to be the pick at that kind of number. I just think it's wide, but I'm not sure I can I can bet on Michael Johnson. And I know if I don't, he's literally going to truck CDF. He'll look incredible. Uh, I bet on him. Some weird shit's going to happen. CDF's going to choke him dead or something. So who knows, man? Uh, picks, picks Michael Johnson. So this doesn't really have an impact on what I'm picking or betting in this fight because uh, I still don't know, honestly. But the last time that CDF got a takedown was in 2020 against Anthony Pettis. <laughs> he, <laughs> I mean, since then... Fair. I was going to say, since then, his fights have been Benny Dariush, Gregor Gillespie, and Gamrot. Um, so, like, and yep. he had some, a lot of success grappling against some of those dudes uh, in their, their grappling exchanges. Michael Jens, Johnson's not going to grapple with him. No. Michael Johnson is an idiot. Michael Johnson might <laughs> grapple with him. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh so let's yeah. not let's not be so yeah. absolute about that one. Um 
but he's going to have to initiate the grappling in this one and, and have success with it. Honestly, he's just not a very good wrestler. Um, at the same time, there's a big enough threat of the takedown here that there's been times that his hands have looked pretty good. Uh, so he might be able to have some success on the feet. And then there's always the Michael Johnson blowing it uh, portion of the equation that, that can pop into any fight. So, yeah, I, I I really don't. There's not a lot of fights where, like, I can't even fake an opinion on them. Um, this one, I I really don't know. It, it should be CDF. Uh, it should be CDF by submission. But if it's a 15-minute sprawling brawl clinic by Michael Johnson, that should not shock anybody at all. So uh, I'm going to stay away. Fuck. If I was watching live, uh, probably bet CDF live if he's down uh, two rounds. But I likely will not be. Um, I hope they have to amputate Jalen Brown's arm. Uh, he's not my most, he's not even in like my top three most hated dudes on this Celtics team. Um, but take off the damn mask, man. You're not fucking Batman. Jesus, get out of here with that shit. Uh, anyway, moving on 170, uh, another pretty fun fight, maybe possibly, um, could be fun early or boring for 15 minutes. Andre Filaho takes on Joaquin Buckley, most overrated fighter on the UFC roster. Eh, close. He he was, for sure, was. for a while. I'm not sure we can say that anymore. Anyway, Sean, break it down. Yeah, losing two in a row will, will kind of damper those... Uh... But he Thoughts. kicked the one dude in the head right. once. That is true. So you can't forget that was, about that. That was amazing. Um, this is another one that we kind of talked about before uh, the podcast. And uh, one and a half being at like minus 125 at Bet Online. I think that's a, that's a pretty good number. Um, you obviously do worry about uh, Filaho coming out hot in round one and, and maybe catching Buckley. There's a big number if, if that's kind of the way that you might uh, think it happens. It's, it's not a terrible idea, but Buckley probably survives. He slows it down. He grinds, uh, and, and this probably probably sails over. Um, Buckley is not – I know he has some, some flashy KOs and stuff like that, but he's, he's not really a one-hitter quitter. Filaho is is pretty durable. I know he's been finished a couple times, but he's he's taken an ass whooping in, in a lot of those fights, and usually he he prolongs it. So uh, the over one and a half is, is probably what I'm gonna look at, and Buckley probably wins uh, a decision or maybe a late finish. Spolstra should be immediately fired for not challenging that as a charge. <laughs> that's that's just embarrassing stuff, uh, <laughs> Wesley. <laughs> Spolster is legit one of the best coaches in in the NBA. It's actually kind of kind of incredible. <laughs> Boy, yeah, yeah, he he does, don't he? <laughs> uh, Jail man's got to answer to somebody, bro. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, we 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 kind of we kind of discussed this one. I, I I like the the over one and a half here. Uh, I, I know there's gonna be spots in this fight to where it, it could get could get a little shaky because uh, these dudes, well, Philo throws like, but you know, on the other side, I, I think it's kind of like we talked about Chaos Williams a couple of weeks ago. I think people have a different thought of Buckley when they're talking about his fights or how they want to battle and stuff like he's he's a little more slow starter like he sets stuff up he throws one shot at a time just just so many similarities to Chaos Williams to me and how people perceive him and how his fights go now like could Buckley catch something yeah so could uh you know Fial but I think this starts kind of slow and I I think like I said there's going to be spots in that first to where you're gonna gonna be a little clinched, uh, but I think overall this is gonna be kind of a slower uh, start to the fight. Um, happened in that chaos fight uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think we kind of see this play out a little the same way, and I like that over at that price at one and a half. Uh, Buckley's been in a, a lot of fights that have gone over one and a half, and you know uh, feel out too. Like he, as Sean mentioned it, like he can take a shot. He's he's been finished, but like he gets hit. And it's usually a big shot that clips him and gets him out. They're like, Buckley's absolutely capable of landing that, no doubt. But, um, yeah, I just – I think this plays a little slower. I think Buckley fights slower, and I like the over one and a half. Uh, you guys are, are going to be clenched for the first round in a bit. Uh, I'm going to be hoping that the old Filaho gets it done early. Uh, I think that – Plus, what was it, 700, 750 uh, for round one in this on him is a little bit crazy. Dude has big power early on. Um, he can make some stuff happen early in fights. Buckley is there to be hit. And if that doesn't happen, then it's going to get interesting. I'm not really sure who is going to take over in the second and third round. Cause as you both said, Buckley's not a big volume guy. Uh, Filho kind of fades later in the, in the fights in round two, round three. Uh, so I'm not confident in that, but I think if somebody is winning this fight in the first round, that it's going to be Filho. So that, that plus 700 that's out there, um, kind of crazy to me. The, the dude, Starts quick, usually has big power. Uh, so I'll, I'll take a little flyer on that and uh, be out on an island from you boys. Next up, the uh, the classic 120-pound catch weight. Yeah. Yeah, we're bringing out the big guns, the important weight classes for this main card. Uh, Loopy Godinez. So... She's uh, she's on a one-fight winning streak, which means she was Mexican in her last fight, Sean. We know that uh, the Canadian's bound to come out. She's taking on Emily Ducati. What, what's going to happen here? Is it inevitable? I almost got Godinez last time. I had Castillo by decision at like plus 375. They they aren't given a great number. That on, was consensus, on... wasn't it? We did the consensus because yes, the other yes, dude, the assholes yeah. didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. we consensused her by decision at plus three seventy five. We great bet. almost got great her. bet. Yeah. Great bet. 
Um, you don't get a great number on Ducati on the money line, but hurt by decision still plus 300, which doesn't really add up to me considering that the over two and a half is like minus, what is it, minus uh, 325, and she's like a plus 120, plus 130 favorite. Math does not add up to plus 300. Uh, so I think that's worth a sprinkle. Godinez is just not that good. Neither is Ducati, and but at plus 300, for a fight that's likely to go to the decision and be fucking close, I don't think that's a terrible bet. Wesley? Yeah, I mean, I've never thought much of, of Olympi from the get-go. I, I, don't, I don't understand what the hype was. Um, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was a we, – we got her against um, – against Angela Hill. Like she was a, a fucking big fave against Angela Hill. Like that was like crazy number. Um, hey, Angela Hill's a main eventer. All right. I mean, I mean, you, you come fight for the, for the top spot, you know, you better, you better be ready. Loopy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I never really un- understood the hype and here she is in another fight. That's probably going to be close. She's a favorite again. Um, Against somebody that's not, you know, great or anything, but I mean, decent takedown defense. That's what Loopy's gonna want to try to do. She just tries to get takedowns and and fucking do some humping. Uh, not that I mind that that kind of mm. style from every now and then, but um, yeah, I just think uh, old Ducati's got some t- decent takedown defense. I think she's probably got better hands on the feet. It's gonna be a close fight. Uh, Sean not so much like the overs minus 350 or some shit and her decision is plus 300 like that's kind of a crazy number her is a dogger i like that like that decision at that kind of price so yeah i'm gonna fade loopy again i think i've bet against her in almost every one of her fights at this point it's it's paid off pretty good after the angela hill win so i'll try it one more time so emily ducati's nickname the old Gordita Crunch. Uh, <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> you, you can't uh, you can't fade that. Um, and who's the real Mexican here? Who's the real <laughs> fucking Mexican here? Now? That's right. Um, as you guys said, the uh, the money line versus the decision prop in this one just doesn't quite add up. Um, I know she had that run where there was like some highlight reel knockout she had in Invicta. Uh, and then we all bet that uh, that little small person against her. <laughs> We're not allowed to say the other word anymore uh, at like plus a thousand. Uh, and it was like a cut stoppage or something like that. But she's not, I mean, she's a 115 pound fighter. She's not a knockout artist. If she wins the fight, probably going to be by decision. Uh, the plus 300 here looks good to me. I'm going to hop in on that. Uh, and, and maybe we can uh, get a little bit of a, get a little round robin going in these uh, these last few fights between the Filaho round one, Ducati decision. Moving on to the next fight, we might have something there. Co-main event, middleweight division, Edmund Shabazian taking on Fluffy. Everybody's favorite Brazilian black belt killer. Sean, 
Uh, is this man the greatest grappler in the world, or uh, or I mean, what? He he subbed Adolfo. <laughs> um, yeah, I know there are some pump some people that you know didn't seem to to mind Shabazian. You know, he he did get a win. I I just I don't know if he's he's <laughs> he's any better than he was. Yeah, like you can give him props. He 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 was fighting the lung ambulance. Uh, I think we need. <laughs> To, to remember that and like I said I wasn't that impressed um, the money line on Fluffy is coming down it's like minus 191 at bet online I, I, I'm probably going to parlay that uh, I don't know what with because I don't really like much for chalk or on, on this card so that's, that's going to be tough but um, him by sub plus 200 I, I think he's got a grapple He's going to test Shabazian's grappling. Um, he's subbed much better, guys. Uh, plus 200. It's not, not terrible. What are the uh, the round two or round three pop props for Fluffy? Because I think that's your, that's your best look. Yeah, round two is only like 5.5, and round three, 10.50. That's a okay. little bit better. Getting, getting better. Wes, what do you got here? Yeah, I mean... I think I even took the long game lens against Edmund in his in his last fight. Um I did too. You know, he, he he did look better. And I think we gotta cut him a little bit, like took a long layoff, only twenty five still. The main thing is he, he moved to Extreme Couture, which he's he's training with some legit guys and coaches and shit. Now like for a 25 year old kid, probably, you know, a couple years there now, that's absolutely going to pay off. He's, he's going to improve getting the fuck away from Edmund. I mean, we all said that over and over and over. Um, now, this more to me is like comes down to can Edmund stop enough takedowns to get Fluffy out of there before he gets taken down and fucked up? Because it's probably going to happen. I don't think he can and prove that takedown defense enough over the past couple of years to where he's stopping Fluffy from getting takedowns eventually. So I don't know. I'm kind of split, man. Like I did like what I saw out of Edmund striking and shit, whether it was long ambulance or not last time. Um, I just think that Fluffy probably ends up surviving that and eventually starts getting some takedowns on, on Edmund. I mean, like Edmund, I guess the price is right. That's kind of what made me kind of look at him to begin with. I just have a hard time seeing him stopping those fluffy takedowns and getting fluffy out of there before it happens eventually and he gets subbed. So pick's going to be fluffy for me. I, I'm kind of split on this fight, man. I'm I'm still kind of going back and forth, man. I don't know. That number just seems a little wide, but. Fluffy's the pick right now. I just I don't have I don't have a good read at this moment. I'm gonna keep keep looking at it a little more and might come up with something to bet, but I don't know. This uh, this is one of the toughest ones on the card for me to pick, honestly. Yeah, I I think again this fight is gonna go one of two very clear ways. Either Edmund gets it going real early and can get Fluffy out of there. I mean, let's uh, let's remember that this dude got stopped in like 30 seconds by Kevin Holland uh, back on Contender Series. I think that was no, no, that was a, a fight night. It was uh, 
what, what was the one where he was on Contender Series? Um, the the Ninja. Oh, Battle right? Hills Ninja. Yeah. Um, he, he he crushed the Ninja, didn't he? Yeah, I know. That was that was I, I was I was a little backwards on my uh, which fluffy fights ended in like under a minute, um, and then he popped for the old weed, the worst weed. of all the PEDs. Yeah. The the most performance, the most PE of the PEDs that is that's out there. Um, anyway, I'm going to take a little shot on Edmund round one. I, I think he can get something going early here. If he doesn't, he's going to be in trouble. Even with the the move to Extreme Couture and the improvements that he's made, uh, I think that's going to be a difficult ask for him. But uh, Edmund round one is like plus seven hundred. I think that's kind of crazy in a spot because. This dude is crazy talented, uh, and he's with a better camp now, so we will see what he's able to pull off. But that's going to go in the old round robin, and we're moving on to the main event, what all the people have been waiting for. Rescheduled Clamor. from last week, so we've even been waiting a week longer. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, women's strawweight division, Mackenzie Durnt taking on Angela Hill. Sean. Newly single. Mackenzie Ooh. single. Uh, and just so you know, Water Show already called dibs. And already claimed by Water Show. <laughs> you're, you're out of luck, folks. Sad. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure this is going to be a close fight. Most Angela Hill fights are. Um, Dern doesn't seem... Like, I don't know if it's maybe uh, Jan and... Marina Rodriguez have just amazing sub defense. I don't know if that's true or not, but it seems like even when she does get uh, ladies to the ground now, it's not like it's just instantly over like it was when she was fighting the lower level uh, fighters and just on the, on the come up. Um, Angela Hill, you know, the, the takedown defense is, is a bit rough, but Dern is, is not great at the offensive takedowns. So, uh, he'll probably get taken down. It's just whether she survives. I think there's a, a decent shot she does, and when it's on feet, she's going to be the much better striker, throwing the jabs and bloodying up uh, Dern's face, likely. So I'll take uh, Angela Hill. I'm the better. Uh, it's probably going to be a close fight, though. Wesley? Yeah, yeah, I think this is uh, definitely going to be a, be a close fight. Um you know, and even before breaking down the fight, like all the all the things like swirling around Dern at, at this point, like I think matter a little bit. Like if you've seen even the clips of her interviews, like she's entirely switched to camp. She's literally gone through a divorce. Like there's she gonna make weight with this getting kind of pushed another week? I mean, like she's had problems before. Like, are we gonna be shocked that it like you're gonna be shocked she shows up like looking like shit. Like I just all all of this, man. Can't, Wouldn't be shocked if she missed one twenty five for this fight. Yeah, I mean, and then like we know the kind of shape Angela Hill's coming in, like every single time. So um look, and then as the fight goes, like Sean mentioned it, we kind of talked about it uh before the show. Like Dern is in like instant get you out of there if she gets takedowns now. Like there's been chicks that um it wasn't Marina Rodriguez literally was on her 
on her back with darn on her for minutes, almost whole rounds, and she couldn't get her out of there. Angela Hill is like very good defensively off of on the mat. Uh, on the feet, like Angela Hill put the output out there. She'll kick you in the leg. She'll fucking throw those jabs. Like, I mean, I think the, the price is a, a little wild here, man. Like Angela Hill, we should talk about her improvements over the past year, year and a half. Like she's looked way better than, than she has in the past. And yeah, I just, I don't think Dern is that instant sub once she gets somebody down like she's gonna get some takedowns in this fight on Angela Hill I just don't think she can finish I I question her gas tank I think she's gonna show up looking like shit with all this out of the cage stuff going on so I mean Angela Hill at plus 150 like she's cash force a couple times in the past year as a nice dog so I'm I'm going right back there again against uh Man, what's even in Dern's head at this point? Like, she should just let Water Show call her up, take her out for a for a nice. Uh, what what are those uh, showberts he's into now? What 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 is what are those things called? Um, uh, yeah, uh, you, wrong guy. you gotta follow the man. He's on some kind of fucking I don't, I ice do cream spread game. shit or something. I don't even know what it is, but. Uh, sure, what are, sorbet. 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 Yeah. yeah. Let, that let Waters, that accent was trying to say. Live Water Show take you out for a nice sorbet. Uh, <laughs> give this shit all up, man. Water Show take care of you. Water Show might have to take on uh, Dougie in like a fucking uh, no gi competition over Dern. Like, I, I think I think Dougie might have dibs from like a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, Dougie's like original dibs guy too. <laughs> like, yeah, he is. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is an, an interesting one. Sorry, I was just laughing at uh, Jason Tatum jumping up and down and then complaining that he got called for traveling. <laughs> this fucking dude is the worst. <laughs> um, anyway, as far as this fight goes. Dern can't really wrestle, and Hill has gotten a lot better at defending takedowns over the years. And then, like, I hate it when it's a fighter that I'm betting against. Uh, but if it's a fighter that I'm betting on, maybe give it a slide. Can't go. Can't go. No, 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 not, not the calf <laughs> kicks, but the thing where they're like, she they does take down, and they immediately like do the, the scoot and like they can get taken down in the middle of the cage and four seconds later they're against the fence and, and, you know, popping their way up. She's pretty good at all that shit, which is like, you're fucking coward. Just learn how to grapple. Uh, <laughs> you got taken down, stay there unless you can sweep them or, or get up. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that's going to come in handy in this fight. Cause I think Dern has a couple takedowns in her in this fight, but She's not going to get the sub right away, as you said. Uh, Hill once learned how to, once she learned how to grapple, a little bit more difficult to sub. Um, and yeah, I, I think that Hill's going to keep it on the feet. She's going to end up outboxing her and she's going to win a decision. So I think the, the final, I'm just going to do the last four fights for the old round robin. Uh, we'll throw some Hill decision in there, plus 225 instead of the money line at plus 150. But the consensus bet of the week 
is gonna be Angela Ooh. Hill plus one fifty. Uh, you know, you got to save it for the biggest fights when we're talking about here, and you know, everybody's loving the old Hill Dern Clash of the Titans. This is like Godzilla versus Kong on this shit. I mean, they made uh, us wait an extra week for this. We got a consensus <laughs> this moment, right? Anticipation is killing me. Um, God. but that's gonna do it for us this week. I had fun. I hope you guys had fun. We're Listeners, off next week. We actually get a week have. off. Are we? Wow, we earned it after this one. I'll tell you what. Um, Steve, Ernie Hudson's the goat. Uh, <laughs> love that dude. LR, sorry to hear about no threesome bet. We'll be back in a couple of weeks stronger than ever. As will we. 